Hello, fellow educators. Welcome to the fifth episode of Teacher's Tint, a place to regain your strength after a long day, week, or maybe semester this 2023. I'm your host, Steve G. Thanks for the feedback to last week's episode. It made us all rethink our priorities, I'm sure. Of the comments received, I have picked one response, that from Mrs. Ree, a fourth grade bilingual teacher in Texas. She shares she can relate to that balance as a wife and mother of two kids age three and six. Last year was especially challenging for her when her husband, also an educator, was deployed overseas for most of the year. Her kids were the most affected, but she felt like she was in a fight or flight mode. Mrs. Ree felt completely exhausted, but held the fort nevertheless. She claims that one thing that helped her keep that balance was her team's support at school, as well as her few moments at the gym. Thank you, Mrs. Ree, for your vulnerability and honesty. Today we'll talk about a topic that is quite sensitive. What do we do when life happens? When adversity knocks on my door? We know that, just like with the butterfly, adversity is something that helps build character in us, but who wants to face it? Not me. Hardships, naturally, are quite undesirable. However, as professionals, we know that difficulties are also unavoidable at some points in our life, or that of our loved ones. When adversity stopped at my door, I felt completely unprepared. I truly wish I had known back then some of the concepts we're about to share in today's episode. I'm sure some of you at this point are considering pressing the stop button and looking for a more cheerful podcast. But let us hope you stay and find value in today's presentation. I'll share my five scenarios where I believe hardships can come our way or our colleagues so that we will hopefully feel more equipped to know what to say or do in those difficult moments. And as usual, I encourage your feedback after listening, either through comments on Instagram or emails in manners you think adversity might present itself in our lives as teachers. The first and probably most difficult one has to cope with is the death of a loved one. My wife and I lost our son tragically many years ago. It was clearly the worst thing I've ever had to go through. Nothing compares to that. And after so many years, it still hurts. Since we didn't have any family in this country at the time, the school where I was then surrounded us warmly. Together with our church and a few good friends, they visited wrote cards, provided meals, and walked with us in those difficult, hazy days. Those who didn't know what to say said it in writing, but most teachers acted like a true community. How important it is that we show compassion in such situations and that we identify with those going through that loss. Grief takes time. We all grieve in dissimilar manners and process things at different speeds. Being patient with those grieving is a way to show care and love to the affected co-worker. One of the many things my principal at the time, Ms. Zulemortiz, did for me was to assign a sub for a whole week after I returned to work in case I ever needed to step out of my classroom. I am still grateful to her for this kind gesture. 
This is my humble way of honoring you, Ms. Ortiz. It was this kind of example of care plus our own faith that helped us start our long road to recovery. Breakups and divorce come a clear number two when we think about misfortunes. Teachers are not immune to these, which is why keeping a balance between work and life, discussed in last week's episode four, is so crucial. Sometimes we teachers can experience this situation too in either our parents or in any of our own kids. This will strongly affect our lives as these are dear people involved in the breakup. Professional help, both legal and psychological, can aid us or those dear to us to get back on our or their feet after such a big loss. Also, being available to those experiencing this in their lives can make our co-workers feel like they belong to a community where they are cared for. A third possible type of hardship teachers can experience is sickness or disability. Not just physical, but more common nowadays, mental. Teaching is a demanding job indeed, both physically and emotionally. And anytime we're sick, we're unable to perform our job. Also, given the high cost of healthcare in this country, financial burdens might be added to the mix to complicate things even further. Traumas and addictions come forth. Again, these can affect the educator or a loved one. In either case, seeking professional help is crucial. Destigmatizing and starting honest conversations about these ailments is finally allowing many teachers to get the help they need. In fifth place, financial losses are a final example of adversity hitting. Becoming unemployed, facing bankruptcy, or witnessing a loved one go through either can bring a financial strain that many of us might not be ready to face. This is particularly true if we are living paycheck to paycheck and do not have a financial cushion to lean on to mitigate the impact. In every one of these five scenarios, we must stress the importance of taking care of oneself. If I am the victim of any of them, the best thing I can do is to try to let people into my pain, even if I feel like being alone, and give myself time to recover, being gentle and patient with myself as I try to adjust to my new normal. If a loved one is experiencing any of these, I will try to be available, caringly walking alongside that person, even when I don't have anything to say, but still showing my support. I will also set healthy boundaries as to how far I will support my loved one, particularly in the cases of long-term situations, such as scenarios three or four. In conclusion, facing adversity is neither nice nor desirable, but keeping these things in mind will help us be more prepared when we, or those dear to us, face the unexpected, namely the death of a loved one, divorce, sickness, trauma or addictions, and financial losses. These are the top five on my list that we have covered in today's episode, When Adversity Hits. I would love to hear what suggestions would make your top five list. Feel free to email me this or other comments to steve at teacherstent.com. Again, that's steve at teacherstent.com.
You can also follow Teacher's Tent on Instagram. Teacher's Tent, altogether, lowercase. And let's not forget the words of Emory Austin, who said, Some days, there won't be a song in your heart. Sing anyway. So, I hope that, no matter what, you too keep singing. In the meantime, join us next week for our podcast's sixth episode, Why You and I Should Enjoy Our Spring Break. As we get ready for this long-awaited break, we'll think together of a few reasons why we should all enjoy it. Let me know in advance any thoughts and tips you might have on this. And if you're enjoying the show, please don't forget to let your colleagues and friends know about and bring them to Teacher's Tent. There's room for them too. Have a great week. Mm -hmm.